When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This this is the Blue Horseshoe with your host, George Brummer and Ryan Hickey. All right, the most fun that training camp can be joint practice season is here. The Detroit Lions in town Wednesday, Thursday, in anticipation of their preseason game ahead this weekend. George already mentioned no cult starters will be playing uh, in the preseason game number two in part. Because the joint practices will basically replace what the preseason game is. And there's a lot more to learn there for coaches and for the rest of the team outlook compared to a preseason game. So, all right, George, we saw what the Colts, you know, some areas they struggled on uh, in the preseason game against Buffalo on Saturday. Going into now these joint practices, is there one position group, one player, one area that you're kind of looking at that you really want to see the Colts kind of do a lot better and ensure up compared to what you saw on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, obviously the wide receivers, you want to see them, you know, get physical and, and win some of those battles. But I think the backup offensive line, I mean, they really struggled. The starters weren't like glistening. It wasn't, you know, the best performance for them either. But the backup offensive line had a lot of trouble. Uh, it seemed like Nick Foles was under fire the entire time he was out there. I know he had the strip sack on the one play. And, you know, can they do a little bit better job of protecting number nine? Uh, can you build that depth? Because if there's one thing we've seen year in and year out, they're going to need more than five linemen. I mean, that's just kind of life in the NFL. The one year they didn't, it was historic. And they were going back, you know, to I think the 80s, the last time that had happened in Indy. So uh, you really want to see somebody on that second line step forward and kind of give them some confidence that, that they've got some depth there. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to keep an eye on is Jonathan Taylor, only because this is as close as he's going to get to live reps. He's not going to probably play in the preseason. Probably the right call. I mean, what has he got to prove? But at the same time, uh, it is good to see him get out there against the team in a different color jersey. Somebody who's Haas, I mean, Zaire Franklin put it best on Tuesday when he was talking to the media. He said when he's out there now, he's trying to take care of Taylor. He's trying to take care of Pittman. He's pulling up. Uh, when the Lions come into town, he doesn't care about their guys. He's not going to play the same way. And I'm sure the Lions have the same mentality. No one's going to, you know, let up on on Taylor. So uh, just, you know, last year, I know when, when there were joint practices, one of the fights started because somebody kind of hit Taylor from behind and the Colts didn't like it. And they came over and, and you know, off, the, off they went. I'm sure there'll be a few of those as well on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, but just seeing him get out there and, and, you know, does he break a big run? Not that you need to see it from him. It's just it's the only chance you're going to get. It's a good point. It's a good point. An even better one about the offensive line. Cause you're right. Like, look, you have the five starters and you, if you can solidify them, right, there's questions about Danny Pinter and Matt Pryor's roles. But to your point, even if you got those five solidified and you feel great, well, it's football, right? There's going to be an injury or two and it's trying to get, you know, at least one or two capable backups. You feel kind of solidified that, you, you know, um, in case an injury does go down, that was an area that at least we saw last year in the Cardinals game, ugly but the Colts got it done you know down what three offensive line I think they were and we're still able to you know protect Carson enough to get the win those are major major keys that you do have to solidify where it doesn't look like that big of a deal now in August like you said come November December it's gonna you know really magnify for sure and the area I'm really excited to see is safety especially because the Colts right now you get Julian Blackman back and I don't know if he's drinking from the fountain of youth or what he's doing but 
coming off an Achilles tear, even just the fact that he's even just participating in this early in training camp, let alone looking at as, you know, as good and solid as he is. You have Rodney McLeod that you have Nick Cross, super athletic freak coming out of Maryland right now is really making an impression. Kind of going back to your point about the offensive line, the Colts are going to need secondary help. They're going to need a lot of depth. And especially now, when you look at some of the teams on the roster, the Colts are going to, or teams on the schedule, the Colts are going to go against, there's going to be a lot of damn good quarterbacks. They're playing, they're playing the AFC West. So you're playing four pro bowl caliber quarterbacks at bare minimum. You are going to need as many, you know, as much help in the secondary as possible. And this is going to be a great opportunity going against some talent. Like, I don't know about you, George. I think almost the lines are overlooked when it comes to the offensive talent they have. You have DeAndre Swift. I know he's coming off an injury um, where you have at least Amon Ross St. Brown from last year. You have um, Jamison Williams, who they just drafted. Like, there's talent here the Lions have. T.J. Hawkins is a great tight end. This is going to be a really good test for the Colts early on to see kind of, you know, where that secondary group is going and if they can build, especially off of what is a really solid performance in uh, in week number or preseason week number one. Yeah, well, and you're you're banged up at corner too right now because mm-hmm. I mean, the one spot that did get hit in that game there, I, I don't know what Isaiah Rogers' status is. He was out there on the field today. He obviously wasn't in uniform. I don't know where he's at in the protocols right now, what step he's at. I don't know how quickly he can get through it. Uh, so it doesn't look like – that to me was a good – sign you never know with concussions they come and go and and they get better when they get better uh but obviously he's not having a lot of light sensitivity right now it was a real sunny day he was out here he didn't have shades on they weren't trying to protect him so that's that's a good sign but you're not going to push that either obviously there's no reason to rush him back uh so i think just and anthony chesley's been down he missed the buffalo game he's still not back at practice you're going to see some of the younger corners they're going to get some shots out there and then, like you said, at safety, I mean, you've got Armani Watts, who's played in the league a little bit, has had a lot of special teams utility uh, over his career. Can he kind of step into that George Odom role, you know, be that guy that is that emergency safety? Like, I do wonder beyond that top three, who's the next guy? Is it Will Redman? You know, he's gotten some run out here. He's been in the league for a while. Uh, but you do need probably at least that fourth guy, somebody to step forward. And these practices are really good for that because you get a bunch of reps. Uh, it gets chippy. I'm sure it will be again. It gets physical. Uh, but you also get on that second day, you get kind of sick of those guys. You've seen them already. You ran 10 times against them the day before. You know, who's going to step up in that environment and make plays and and maybe build some confidence? It's going to be, yeah. How, how many fights do you think we're going to break out between oh. uh, these two days? Dan Every Campbell, you know, you're just getting hard knocks week one. They are going to be feisty, intense. Colts yes. are not dying. You had the, the Freddie Kitchens Browns uh, team a few years ago that came into Indy. And I mean, that was basically a boxing match for 12 rounds. Forget about uh, joint practice. This could be. There was a fight in a special teams period that year. That's how you know <laughs> things were getting out of hand. I mean, it was. And I. I look, I don't know, but that's what I expect. And from what I know and from what we saw on Hard Knocks, the Lions were live tackling. They're obviously not going to be out here, but how do you turn that off completely? Someone's going to hit somebody a little bit harder than they than they care for. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, we're kind of taking bets on who Pittman's going to fight. You figure it's going to happen. It's just a matter of, you know, when. Right. And you hope, at least for him, there's no punches to the helmet. That's, you know, obviously <laughs> the, the big fear. Now, I'm worried about you, George. Because it sounds like it's going to be chippy. Where are you standing at these practices? Are you going to be, don't be too close. And if so, I don't see a helmet anywhere near your vicinity. Maybe, you no. know, tomorrow could be or Wednesday, Thursday could be the day. Pop a helmet on you. Maybe just be a little extra safe. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to stand as far back as I can on the sideline. If I see a fight, I'm definitely, no, no, no. I'm not. You're not running in I'm, there? I, 
I'm not going retired. after Dan Campbell pointing him out and saying, let's go. <laughs> no, I am retired from those <laughs> situations. I absolutely, I, we do wonder, you know, Jojo Doman didn't practice today, but if he does in these two drills, what might Dan Campbell offer to Chris Ballard for him before he leaves town? And Jojo Doman is a 100% Dan Campbell guy. Like we're wondering, you know, what could there be a deal swung here before the end of practice? Maybe so. Maybe so. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to see a lot of fireworks for sure. This is going to be a great two days. So two of the most important days that training camp is going to have to offer for sure. Last question or last, I guess, kind of topic we're talking about. You mentioned Jonathan Taylor before getting, you know, a, a lot of work. And this is going to kind of really be for him one of the few times in training camp. He's going to be a full go. With that said, at least we saw in preseason game number one, Naeem Himes be the feature running back. Clearly, it's going to be Jonathan Taylor's role for most of the season. Himes's role, though, like when, when Taylor is in, are you anticipating the Colts running a lot of two running back sets with both of them in there at the same time, maybe splitting Hines out or running them, having routes out of the backfield? What do you kind of anticipate? I, I know it's a little different. It's a lot of one-on-one drills per se, but even some in some 11-on-11s with Jonathan Taylor on the field Wednesday, Thursday against the Lions, where do you anticipate, how much do you anticipate seeing Naeem Hines in the fold here on the, same, on the field at the same time as Jonathan Taylor? I think it's definitely something that they've been working on. I think it's one of the things they studied in the offseason. They looked at a lot of their big runs came when those two guys were on the field together, even some of the big plays that Heinz had came out of that just because of the stress that it puts on the defense. Uh, you know, it's going to depend on obviously the game situation and the field situation, a lot of those things, uh, when and where you want to use that. Heinz is still going to be the hurry up guy. He's going to be in there in the two minute offense. Taylor's still going to be the workhorse. He's going to be out there most of the time. Uh, but I think they went back and they looked at, you know, the, the the times that they put them both on the field last year, and they realized it was hugely successful. So I think you're going to see an increase in that. And I definitely think you're going to see an increase in in motion with Hines, you know, starting in the backfield, moving him out into the slot, starting in the slot, moving him back into the backfield, just trying to do anything you can to, to make that defense pause for a second before the snap and maybe give you an advantage. And I think you'll see a lot of it on Wednesday and Thursday because, that's kind of the stuff. And when they talk about how boring they were, you know, on Saturday intentionally, they're not going to open up the playbook completely out here Wednesday and Thursday, but you're going to see a lot more of it than you would in a preseason game because obviously this isn't broadcast. A lot of this, only the people here live are going to see. Uh, and obviously the Lions will get to see it. But, you know, if, if they get to the Super Bowl and they're facing Detroit, I think they'll worry about that then. If you're not going to see them during the regular season. So I think it'll be that part of it to me is really interesting. You're going to see more of a, game-like offense from the Colts than you do in the preseason. And I talked with Marcus Brady today about it. They, they do watch a tiny bit of film. They're not game planning, obviously, but they are going to look a little bit at that Lions defense just so their guys aren't, you know, going in blind. Uh, and so it is a little bit different than, than a preseason game normally would be. I almost kind of envision his role in like almost a reverse Debo Samuel from last year. Where obviously he was a receiver that they used you know, as a running back at times and motioned him in out wide to, you know, give him handoffs. I can almost kind of see a similar role for Hines this year where obviously he'll line up, let's say, in the backfield, slow down wide, vice versa, give him, you know, carries, but also utilize him. Like I said, he's just a walking mismatch, whether it's a linebacker, whether it's a safety, whether it's a corner. He's going to be one of those guys for the Colts. Like you said, you really hope that could bring some creativity to this offense and really kind of, when we talk about Frank Reich doing a great job of, of having the defense or putting the defense in positions where they, you know, can't win. 
that's a guy you look at where you, he really is a walking mismatch. Uh, wherever he does lineups, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how the Colts use him in these two joint practices against the Lions on Wednesday and Thursday. Make sure you check out George Bremer on Twitter, GM Bremer, where he will be giving you all the updates on Wednesday, Thursday from live practice, including, I'm sure, a fight counter to see who's involved, how many punches are thrown. Dan Campbell, I'm sure. Is it from just the the first episode of Hard Knocks, George? He seems like one of those guys that's dying to kind of get in there and like wants to get punched. So who the hell knows? Maybe we'll see a coach for the first time in a long time getting mixed up in a fight here. Campbell, it would not surprise me if Campbell's involved in one of them. <laughs> it, it may be with his own team. I don't know, but uh, he's 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 definitely a fiery guy, and uh, and I think that's you know every one of these practices that I I've seen probably five of them now, five or six of them now. Uh, over the years, and I can't remember one that went without a skirmish. I mean, it's just, it's the nature of these things. It's going to happen, uh, and I really think with the Lions mentality, it's it's going to really happen <laughs> this year. We'll see. I mean, maybe it'll surprise you, but I expect that, I, I put the over-under at five uh, for fights. We'll see where it goes. Let's go. So there's going to be a lot of fireworks of these next two days. So make sure you check out George on Twitter for all the latest updates. There you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan underscore Hickey, the number three. We will be back on Thursday to recap all of the craziness from these next two days of joint practices between the, the Lions and the Colts. George will provide us his counter for how many fights do break out uh, over these next two days, but also talk about the areas of concern, areas that have impressed so far in these big two practices between Detroit and the Colts. Make sure you like and download and subscribe to our podcast the blue horseshoe will be coming to you every tuesday thursday in the preseason three days a week come season time so we'll get you all caught up on all the news all the reaction to the colts so again make sure you like and subscribe and download to the blue horseshoe podcast on odyssey we'll talk to you right here on thursday